Welcome back, everybody. Week two of BGFC Weekly. Jimmy here. I'm Marlena, and oh, Jimmy, it's a little different in here. It is. We're in a, a different room, and I kind of like it. I do, too. I think it looks more formal. I think yeah. it's much more exactly where we want to be. Like, and and look, we even have a soccer ball. Look at this. You can look forward to more things being back there, like a... Our mascot head and just like fun stuff that we're gonna have back there. Yeah, um, that's casual. Just a you know decapitated mascot. No yeah, big deal. Mm -mm, I mean, no big deal. You know what we are. Absolutely. <laughs> so hey, how's your week been? It's been a while since we checked in. Ah, uh, it's been good. How's yours? Busy. It busy. was uh you know a time of the year when my my job where it gets really busy, but thankfully it's slowing down. We've got a break ahead of us. Ooh, uh, Looking forward to it. I have a day off tomorrow, and I cannot Ooh, wait to sleep. Get it. In. Cannot wait. But uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up this podcast. We do. excited for that. Yeah. So uh, we're going to start out. We have Ben Moitich, uh, who's the president of BGFC, will be joining us today and just kind of getting to know that side of BGFC a little bit. And then we also have something new for you all today. Absolutely. So I am a very, very kind of like fun fact person. I love mm. just knowing random fun facts. And, you know, this is a soccer podcast, so I was just kind of looking into, you know, how soccer balls were made and where they came from and, like, how long has soccer been going on? And that's just kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit at the beginning of this podcast, just introducing the soccer ball itself and how it started. So... So where did the soccer ball come from? Oh, my goodness. I got to pull up my notes. So they go back to ancient times. All the mm. Middle Ages, China, Egypt, uh, Greek, Rome, all of them, they had soccer balls that were made from either skulls or pig bladders. Casual. They would inflate pig bladders and, you know, mm. kick that around for fun mm. with, you know, makeshift nets that had two sticks on each side, some sort of net in the middle. But, um, yeah, they would pass that around back and forth, and that's how they would play soccer. Did they have a goalie? I'm not sure. I'm not hmm. sure if it was, like, actually the formal soccer as we know it now set up with, like, you know, positions and whatever. It was more just, like, played for fun. Hmm. And, you know, just wherever they wanted to be, kick the ball around. But uh, skulls? Yeah. How do you kick a skull around? I feel like I'd break a toe. But... Absolutely. I don't, I don't know if they had shoes or not or, like, what that was. But, like, skulls. Didn't skulls – or, I'm sorry, didn't shoes really come around really in, like – the Romans and stuff like that. So we're going all the way back to ancient Egypt. I'm not for sure how much of kind of shoe they had. Oh, my, my stepmom's kicking me in the booty right now because <laughs> she teaches history. But yeah, um, I thought that was super interesting. But like inflated pig bladders, you know, that footballs are pigskin. You know, that's right. where that came from. But yeah, pig bladders, they would inflate those or so close together, put rubble in that. Mm. Yeah. Well, and, and I had read recently, you know, about like the history of like the soccer ball as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it's this is completely fourth wall breaking, but this is a totally different conversation than, than what we talked about. But I was recently reading about how, um, you know, even back in the Bronze Age, back in you know ancient China, they would just kick like any kind of thing they could into a ball, rope, uh, yarn, anything that they could form into a ball, put up two kinds of sticks or posts or something that they could use to kick between and just go for it. You know, um, the story that I was reading mentioned something that the goalie wasn't invented until, you know, the more modern era. You know, they right. originally just had like more or less a giant sheet with some slits in it. And <laughs> that was how you had to had to score. So Goodness. it was very different uh, from our, our current 
game. Yeah, it has grown a lot. Like I said, we have positions now, we have goalies, right? Um, all that, but yeah, that's that's kind of a crazy start for a sport, right? Absolutely, but and, um, that's that's really all I had for that. But it's legit. Um, Super excited to get Ben on here soon. Yeah. So we're going to take a little ad break now, and we're going to play that, and then we're going to bring on our founder of BGFC. What if grocery shopping was easy, where you didn't need a special card just to save on your favorite items or to get amazing prices on big brand names all the time? The easy way to save is Priceless IGA. And we're back with our president, Ben Moichich. Ben, how are you doing? Good. Thank y'all for having me on here. Appreciate y'all doing everything for the Going Line community. Um, I'm proud of y'all, first things first. Thank you. I know it's the first thing for everybody going on this year. But uh, when we put ourselves out of our comfort zones, we create bigger and better characters within, truly. Absolutely. And uh, I hope y'all take it all the way to the Golden Line standard. We got you on that. So <laughs> kind of want to talk to you from... The very early ages. So, Ben, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you grew up, and all of that. Sure. So, my, my name is Benjamin. You know, in Bosnian, it's Benjamin. Benjamin? Yeah. Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. So, uh, well, it just depends what, what what side of the mountain you're really from, you know. Um, so, some people are like Benjamin, you know, and some people are like Benjamin, you know. And now, where I'm in America, where it's like they cut it short to completely Ben. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> it is very short when compared. Yeah. So, you know, but there is a short version for Ben in Bosnia as well. It's Benio. And so, Benio. Uh, yeah, so not a lot of people can call me that. Only certain individuals really mm. can, you know. Um, now, but, everybody in the comments is going to call you that. You know that, right? <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, originally I'm from Bosnia. Uh, I was a refugee, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, I originally immigrated to Manchester, New Hampshire. Moved down to Kentucky, Bowling Green. That's my hometown now originally. You know, it just, it feels like a hometown to me. Yeah. Um, that's why I've never been able to relocate. It's just my, you know, my ambition is here. 270 area code, you know. Hey, um, get it. You know, everybody's like Nashville, Louisville, Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It's like, nah. That 270 I got, pride. Yeah, Let's I got get that it. pride right here, get you it. know. Shout out to Western Kentucky University, you know. All my tops. Always, right. always. Tops <laughs> by 90. <laughs> How old were you when you came here? I was I was in fourth grade, so about eight years of age. Okay, so, so do you, yeah. go for it. But, but in Manchester, I was about three and a half. Okay. Yeah, so I went through the shenanigans of like learning English, like in a governmental building, trying to translate paperwork to my parents. Good and if you ask me if I learned English or Bosnian first, to be honest, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Like, <laughs> so you learned them at the same time? Or? Yeah, at the same time. So it was that transition, you know. Back in the day, uh, when the VCR, it's VCR, right? Yeah. My dad would have the big one. He'd be carrying it. I'd be coming home from school, like, recording me. He was like, how was school today? I'd be looking at the camera like, what is that thing? Like, so you're used to this. So this is your jam right here. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're growing natural. up, you know, being born in 95, being 26, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. Don't start about the age. The one right. thing is, uh, you know, we were able to transition from the era of like, what is this big fat screen, you mm -hmm. know, from those uh, big deep TVs, right, from a monitor yeah. to a TV, you know, and now you go, you have a SD card and it can carry five hundred gigabytes, right, you know, right. one, you know, one TV or two TVs, you know, and uh, now it's just like everything being transitioned, transitioning over from like, you know, that one meme. 
when your grandma's like, can you hook up this cable? And it's an HDMI cable. And she thinks like yep. you could work for AT&T or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, so I grew up a, little, a few years before you. Uh, it, it is interesting to have that technology transition. And before we turn this podcast into a back in my day uh, <laughs> segment, and please meme the heck out of was that it when you had to write a journal oh yes yes when before the ipad when you actually had to write it down yes um so what was your earliest memory of being aware of soccer oh definitely just kicking around um in the backyard i mean i grew up in a uh, section eight housing mm. you know and it, it was just i mean it was just housing that that immigrants were able to start out in right. um it was a blessing you know huge shout out to the states always supporting taking in immigrants and trying to help out people that really don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents always tell me we got a suitcase full of clothes and a hundred bucks and it wasn't even a hundred US dollars. It was marks, the Bosnian currency. Wow. And so being a transitioner, so it, it like takes away 20 bucks, you know? So, um, Jeez. being able to just start from that, it was, you know, it's, it's where we are right now. It's a huge, humble experience and it's a blessing, you know? When do you first remember playing for a team? Or who was the first team you played for? So going back, kicking around, around the backyard, you know, you got all these kids. And then, you know, there's somebody in the community that's trying to help out. And, you know, that's where truly my community passion comes from is like, you know, this guy would come up in a van, take all of us from the block. This does not sound creepy at all. It's not creepy. It's not not creepy at all. But I mean, the parents were literally like, if you take one of them, take them all. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, just take the whole community so we would go you know we would start playing and before you know it, it's just like every other community you got that one team full of foreigners and they just go and spank everybody and you know beat them 8-0 10-0 and oh i mean sometimes God. there is always that one team out of town and they come compete and it's like dang we gotta try right now <laughs> we got another team we gotta play with mm, but okay. yeah really that's my first soccer experience and uh what was that team building. called what was that team called Sure, I have no clue, man. Yeah, come on, you don't I remember your first no team? I have no clue. I have no... It was At that point, that team was formed and, you know, really started to distinguishize itself right when I moved. Oh, and so, so right when I Hampshire? moved, yeah, I had a call up oh. to go somewhere onto, like, the next stage. But, like, my parents, like, literally in the 18-wheeler, we packed up everything. They're like, you say bye to them. It's time for you Dude, to say... We out. Good, yeah, greetings and we're out. Mm. So, in Bowling Green, then, what was your first experience on the definitely team. uh huge shout out to sky soccer uh mm. back in the day it was soaky soaky yes the red kids you got i mean i wish i had a picture uh i'm gonna try to get y'all a picture so i can pull please it up do. on the podcast please yeah, do I I might still have Kev, one. put that in i 100 <laughs> have one of me in that same uniform definitely so yeah that was the biggest thing back then that was when uh Lover's lane still had farm and agriculture on the side of it in the back like yeah, wow. man, that was, was a while ago. Like, the hub did not exist then. <laughs> not at yeah, all. Not at all. Not even close. Not at all. But uh, yeah, after then, from here on out, I just started playing Sky, went to the junior high. I was on the first junior high team for Bowling Green. There you go. Originally, yep. And where did you uh, play? Uh, current South Warren coach, Tom Alexander, was the first coach. And then we were the first team to like initiate it. And then it just kicked off into high school soccer from then on out. And where did the junior high play? At the pit. At the pit, That's baby. That's where we play. Oh, same place. That's same place. Exciting. Make sure y'all see see us March 19th this weekend. This weekend. So, uh, this upcoming Saturday. Yep. In our home conference opener, March 26th, doing big things. We're going to have the mayor out 
And uh, we're definitely doing that fundraiser. So if y'all have anything to do with food or clothes, make sure y'all look at the drop-off locations and donate anything y'all can, for real. <laughs> well, well, we'll come back to that here in a little bit. But you might be better at doing on podcast and be on camera than we are, I think. So no, look no, at you. No. That was good. No, so Y'all do a great job. Trust me. Who is your favorite player growing up and or your favorite team? Oh, man, favorite player. Uh, just growing up, you know, the stud, Zlatan. Yeah. You know? And then uh, the diamond, really, we call him back home, the diamond, Diamant, uh, Edin Dzeko. So, mm. you know, two strikers, that's always been my favorite position. You know, the coach is always like, get your ass back in the back, you know, play some midfield. You're you a hard worker. <laughs> so that's really where I always played it, like right wing, you know. This past season played on the outside back position, you know, but sometimes you just got to take out your ego and do what the right thing is for the team, you know. So Absolutely. going along with that, um, so you played several different positions. Is there any, like, lessons that you've learned just from, like, the different positions that you've played or kind of, like, seeing the field from a different perspective? Yeah, definitely. So one of my things as not just a player but also as coaches, there's 11 players on the field, mm -hmm. but when you when a player gets a red card, you actually see how important they are to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so Go down that, that's a man that value. That's that yeah. lesson. And so, like, when I even if I have to play left back during the season, uh, I understand that center midfielder. Without him, like it can put me out of position. Without me, I can put him out of position. Right. And so, back and forth with any position on the field. So, one of my favorite things is like it's a team sport. It's competitive, mm -hmm. but if we're all focused on the same ambition, the same goal, we can all go achieve great things together. Oh, that's awesome. So you can, mm, like, you can a take good lesson. a perspective of soccer and turn it into a life lesson. As well. Oh, I man. Love that. I like don't, that. I like hey, that. Don't get me started with that. That's all Bosnian parents really know how to do. They take, they give you one little life advice and it becomes into a whole nother. It's like preaching and preaching. But and I love just, that. Yeah. You love it. I grew up with Bosnian parents. <laughs> So for us, it may have been a little good to talk about now, but for you growing up, oh, uh, it's a, hey, a huge shout out to my parents, my family. Like, really, that's my emotional, my back support. Yeah. Um, you know, the one thing is just like I put down for my family. And uh, the reason why I do is because like they always showed me like you got to give back. You got to be able right. to support people that don't have anything. And, I'm, right. and I always try to understand like why? why, like why always give back? Why support people you don't know? And then, like the thing is just because like. You know, I think we're meant to be on this world so we can support each other. We can love each other and we can show that we can do great things together. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Yes. And there's no there's no greater deed than being a helping hand to somebody. Right. And um, yeah, that's really it's a life lesson, like you said. Yeah, and, it really is. And soccer is love. It is. Soccer it is. is love. Uh, it brings over two, three billion people on the planet together. Every so, year. Yeah. I mean, talking about our games. Right. The game brought in. Over three thousand fans annually for us last season. Really? Wow! That's yeah, this awesome. year I have I have hopes for five. There you go. Well, so let's, let's take that note. Let's let's transition a bit. So, what are your goals for this season for the team? Oh man, for the team, you know, I have expectations, not okay. goals. Uh, what are they then? Lay them I out mean, here. Definitely, you know, at my point of view, my expectation is definitely going to be, you know, can we repeat what we did last year? Right. And then not repeat what we did in the national tournament. Can we extend our run into the final four? If not the final four, we make it to Natty, mm -hmm. you know, the national championship game. Right. You know, can we put the city on the map? Uh, that's definitely my expectation. Um, another expectation is, you know, 
how many youth club members can we have, or like uh, as a player, can we have come out and compete at our level? That's the right. original mission, the vision that we want to per, like pursue out here. We want a 16-year-old to come out here and, and play against grown men at the age of 24, 25 yeah. and stand out. Because it hasn't happened just once or twice or three times out of Bowling Green. It's been going on every year. It's just this platform has not been available. Right. And so we want to create that platform so we could take it to the next level for not just us or the organization, but community members. Right. You know, get, get more people involved in that. So then beyond this season, kind of where do you see the team going in three years? Where do you see us in 10 years? Where's the, What's the vision here, Ben? Man, you know, the vision is definitely to potentially one day have our own youth academy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. Because that's that's where it starts. You have to, like, get up and right, build up. Like right. So, like, you know, you're talking about building up. I'm talking yeah. about building down. You know, I, my philosophy <laughs> start is a little in bit different. Yeah. Right. You know, I want to start from where I want to be, and then I want to work my way down, because I think it's easier to fill in the puzzle piece like that. True. Um. You know, I'm a little bit, I'm a different type of character. You different? <laughs> no, never. Uh, you know, but one of the things that, you know, makes me like who I am is my friends around me, uh, the support behind me and then the leadership, the mentoring that I have in my life. You know, from interning at Western to working at certain positions and meeting new people at, for instance, uh, at a job fair or something like right. it, it right. can go so long. Right. You know, and the one thing that motivates me every day, sometimes like when I wake up, I look in the mirror and I'm just like. Are you going to be that person that the people want you to be today? Or are you going to be the person that you wake you woke up to and you're just like, dang, man, go brush your teeth. Like, you know? It, <laughs> but, but some days you have that, though. Some days you wake up and you're like, today's the day I'm getting this done, whatever that big project right. is. But then there are also some days where it's like, brushing your teeth is fine. Yeah, <laughs> but take, ta- that okay. uh, ta- take that day. I agree with you. Yeah, I definitely need that day, but... The thing is, like you ask me, what's your three-year goal, five-year goal, ten-year goal? Yo, we need to be in a USL. Yes. You know, yes. our our community definitely has a demand for that. Yes. But when are we gonna we? It, there's not gonna be a platform until we show. Right. We show up. Right. We can't just show up. The team can't just show up. The staff can't just show up. We need a community to show up as well. What makes the Hilltoppers such a great family, a great nation when they go support? Like they travel to Texas. Yep. You have at least 5,000 members mm-hmm. traveling to Texas. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I know it's a 100-year uh, program competing with a 380-day program, you know? <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> we have a little yeah, bit of progress right. to make, but I think we're doing phenomenal, you know? Yeah. I mean, league champs in the first season. Right. Very impressive. But I think you're right. Like, now we just got to build those other blocks, right. building down, like you mentioned, and who knows where we'll end up. Most definitely. Hey. Sometimes being curious leads to the best answers. True, true. Speaking of being curious, I've always been curious. How did you come up with the name, the crest, and the colors? Oh, man. Uh, That was definitely like a little bit of a team effort internally, a little bit from the beginning. Um, Did you have a designer or did you do that yourself? Yeah, we definitely had a designer from Lexington. We worked on it on a couple of weeks. Hmm. Um, You know, it, it it just came yeah, at the end of the day, it was like, no to this, no to that. Okay, this is good. We like that. And then he combined it into one. And, you know, he was like, maybe a lion will fit in. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, really a mascot? Like, you know, that's kind of good. But we want our name to be recognized everywhere. Right. And then so the name and the mascot fit in. And then we put in, we wanted 
colors that nobody had. You know, Louisville City, they taking the purple because they're yep. royalty. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you can't hate on that. Right. And, and Nashville taking the yellow. Go purple ahead. also being the combination of red and blue. Mm-hmm. And you, everybody knows that in this state, you're either red or blue. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yes. purple blending of those colors. I have no idea. So somebody from Blue City, if that is incorrect and you just completely came with purple because of royalty or the city of Louisville, otherwise, let me know. <laughs> That's my theory. But, but you know, the, the golden thing was like uh, the golden came in behind like golden lines, the gold color. Right. We just want to have the golden standard. Mm, you okay. know, get it. All right. And so we need to put that on a poster like right back there. The golden standard. The golden standard. I mean, I mean, it's just like, you know. I don't know how to explain it, but the one thing is just like, I, I don't want to come out here and half-ass anything. Right. You know, half-ass something, you get half-ass results. Excuse my language to everybody listening. Yeah, that's going to get but, bleeped. <laughs> but it, it's just, I just want to do things the right way. I want to be efficient. I want to get the results that we deserve, that the community deserves. And I want to go do things to the next level. And I, I think that's just, that's just what it ended up being. That was the final result. And... I would never go back and change it, to be honest. Yeah. I'm just, I'm stuck on the golden standard in my head. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love that. It kind of rolls around, doesn't it? It, it really does. I, I, you know, we kind of decided BGFC Weekly for our podcast, but I mean, looking to change in different names. I don't know. I don't know if we can do that or not, but I, I, I love the golden standard 100%. Appreciate That's pretty cool. So, Marlena, anything else you want to dive into with Ben? Ah. I mean, I just think you're impressive in general just from, I mean, where you started and how you've gotten to here and you're, I mean, you haven't even been here your whole life. Like that's, that's crazy to me, honestly. But uh, no, I want to thank you for being here 100%. No, thank you all. I appreciate you 100%. No, thank you all for making this happen and just truly believing in me, not just in me, but the organization and everybody behind it. I promise y'all we won't disappoint and we're going to take it to the next level. All right. Let's get it. All right, we're going to take another short ad break, but we'll be right back. And we're back after that. So, again, thank you so much to Ben uh, for sitting in with us for that conversation. A couple of reminders and things. You know how these podcasts always close out with, like, reading of the newsletter. <laughs> um, March 19th, first preseason match um, at home. Uh, Bowling Green Junior High School. The Pit. The Pit. Uh, that match will be our, our, our one preseason match. And then one week later, March 26th, opening night here in BG for the home opener. We will have Empanada BG will be special guest hosting um, with their food truck. Um, and so it's going to be a lot of really cool stuff. Like Ben mentioned earlier, the mayor's coming out. Um, we're also doing some donations. So make sure you're checking our social media sites for all of the drop-off locations and what to drop off uh, from there. Yeah, and just so you guys know, like this podcast is a weekly thing. We do, re- uh, we do record these weekly, and they will be streaming each Wednesday on we have spotify apple music samsung podcast podcast index listen notes and rss.com so several different ways to stream this get it out there tell your friends like subscribe comment you know we want to see you guys and like hear your thoughts on our podcast maybe you have topics you want us to discuss like please I, please share the ideas um, so this is still, this is still new to me personally. So yeah, me too. Yeah, any, any suggestions that you guys have, we want to hear them. 
So. Absolutely. And with that, folks, we'll wrap up this week's BGFC Weekly, and we will see you on the next one.